you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Oh, how's it going, eh? Oof, rough. It's difficult for me to try and do, but I did it for the sake of this podcast because we are talking... Uh, Drag Race, not RuPaul's, Canada's Drag Race, meet the queens for the first time, and we are Canadian queens, so this is very exciting. Uh, like I said in the previous podcast, it's a bit janky today because we did them both at the same time, and now they're separate podcasts, but here we go. Uh, my name is Vicky Licks, V-I-C-K-I-L-I-X, and uh, my co-host, of course, is Selena Violet, Hillary S, and let's dissect these Canadian drag beasts, bitch! Let's talk about Canada finally breaking out. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, we've all got zits. Pivot. Pivot. Pop it. Pop it. (laughs) So uh, we've had a couple queens on now. Brooklyn Heights, Jackie Cox from Canada, and all- Crystal from UK. Crystal from the UK, absolutely. All represented very, very well for Canadian drag. Mm -hmm. And now we got our own drag race. Whoa, oh my God. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna dish on the girls. So yeah, let's, let's go through the Meet the Queen. So let's kind of preface everything first. How shall I preface this? I would like uh, to say that we, we know a majority of the queens on this season. I am very excited for every single one of them. <laughs> I may not like every single one of them. That's my own thing. Uh, but I certainly am proud and uh, respect that they got on the show. Uh, but as as we have been with the American seasons and the British season reviewing uh, Drag Race, I think we're going to be honest and, uh, you know, we're going to keep it real with our thoughts on the, the, the Canada's Drag Race girls. So even though some of them may be our friends, some of them may be our enemies, we're going to keep it real. Right, girls? Are we going to be objective? We're going to have our hands uh, Scouts honor. I mean, I'm going to try and be as objective as I can. Uh, but I mean, it, I think it's a really unique situation that something like Drag Race is coming so close to home now, since it's kind of had a distance for us before. And now it's like, oh, we actually know these people. Oh, oh, how do we talk about them? You know? Yeah. And yeah. The biggest thing with, uh, and I've been watching some things online about Canada's Drag Race, trying to see what, like, what the buzz is with the rest of the world. There's a lot of people that are just assuming that we're very polite. <laughs> we're very nice. And I, a lot of people are kind of uh, pigeonholing this season already. It's just a very nice season and not entertaining in that. Because, you know, like Selena was saying, she was missing the drama on season yeah. 12. And I think a lot of people's concerns with the season are, are these girls going to be able to be dramatic or have anything other than, well, that was nice of you, eh? Yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be that at all. I think a lot of these girls have uh, uh, a backbone and, and a fighting spirit. I think so too. I think a lot of people are going to find that um, Canadians have, um, they're going to see it more like as a two-faced quality because we're passive aggressive. Uh, so we're going to be <laughs> like, oh, you're a nice person. And then in the confessionals, we're going to be like, I hate that fucking cunt. So, <laughs> but I like that kind of TV. I like the, I like those biting confessionals. I know. <laughs> I think we're going to get some drama this season, though. I have an opinion because I know some of these girls and I know what they're capable of. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a rich a rich season. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I am too. Even though we're, she's not on it this season, I am supportive and I can't wait to watch it. Oh yeah, they they're good. They're, it's a good group. Um, so who's first? So let's talk. Let's. I guess should we go alphabetically? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's start with Anastasia. 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 Yeah. Anastasia Yeah. So do we? Do any of us know Anastasia? I nope. do. I've never met her in person, but we've interacted online, and I know she does a lot of the of uh, outfits for people here in the city. She Ooh. is so funny. I wasn't so when we when she did her Meet the Queens, I wasn't expecting her to be as funny and have as cute a personality as she does because I know her as like a professional seamstress. Yeah. So to see that was really great. Um, I think her look is is very on brand. It's very on uh, on. Oh, what is it? On topic. It's Queen of Queens of the North. So, so she's they, giving. They were, they were all doing Queens of the North. Was that thing? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really getting that from her vibe. I think her outfit is gorgeous. I do think she's getting lost in it. Um, I don't love her makeup at all. And I love that she went online and was like, fuck you, I'm on a show. <laughs> like, if you hate my makeup, I don't care. I'm on the show and you're not. Yeah. But she's a pageant yeah. girl. Yeah. She's a pageant girl. So she paints. She's a winner. A pageant winner. She's uh, Miss uh, Black Continental. Continental. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, uh, so they paint heavy, the pageant girls. Yeah. She does. Uh, and you can tell she she's wearing like that full pageant hair that's probably like forty seven ponytails uh, stitched together, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate because the one thing is that, like the hair is like maybe a little low. <laughs> she is being swallowed alive between her dress <laughs> and her wig, but in <laughs> that uh, low hairline. Yeah, I mean it's it's very pageant. She's obviously very put together, but I think I think she will definitely see some things in herself that can be improved still on this show. Yeah. I, so Anastasia is from East York, so she's kind of adjacent to Toronto. I know of Anastasia. I haven't actually ever met Anastasia. Uh, and I know a lot of the Toronto girls haven't met her either. So she's kind of on the outs of, uh, out of the Toronto drag scene in terms of that. Um, but I've, I've been following her for a while now. She's very much a costume designer. She do, mm-hmm. does amazing costume designs. And uh, I can't wait to watch her on this. And I think she's so important to have especially in this time as Miss, uh, you know, Black Continental. I think that's incredible. Yes. And I'm happy that she has a spot on the show right now. I do think she's the only pageant girl there. There's girls who've done, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. But like, yeah, a lot of these right, girls have right. done like bar pageants. You know what I mean? Yep. Like she's, she's like, competed nationally. <clears throat> she's the only well, pageant, yeah. pageant. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Canada, well, in Canada, we don't really have pageant pageant. I mean, the Canada pageant, Miss, you know, Canadian Continental, that just came back this year. You know that, Vicky, you were in it. <laughs> I know that. But also, like, Brooklyn Heights did Miss Continental. So girls yeah. travel to the States, to Chicago all the time. Mona Moore is now Miss Canada Continental. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, the, pageant, I, the pageants we have are, like, El Cavento Rico and, you know, Ottawa yeah. Got Talent and all that stuff. So it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. She's also um, from the Bahamas. So she's competed there a lot as well. Right. And we have a lot of Bahama, Bahaman queens. Is that Bahaman? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot of Car- Caribbean queens. I don't know if they're Caribbean all from... Well, Jada's also from the Bahamas. No, she's uh, from Barbados, no? Oh, Barbados. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I get the Caribbean mixed up. So let's just say Caribbean. And then Tainomi is Jamaican, who we'll get to in a moment. No, no. So I'm excited for Anastasia. I think she's going to be great. I'm so excited, especially after her Meet the Queens. I'm like, oh, you're going to be fun. Yeah, and I think she's going to keep it real. She's a keep it real kind of girl. Yeah. So after yeah. that, Boa... Yeah, Boa. Boa, Boa, is, Boa is from Toronto. We all know Boa, some of us uh-huh. very well. And uh, so what do we think? Hillary, you go first. Oh, God, I'm very excited for Boa. Um, she's a lovely gal. She's very funny, or at least tries to be. Um, oh, my <laughs> no, God. She, she's super funny. 
and uh, she's she won a bar competition, comedy queen or whatever that I came second in. So I we all she competed. Really... She beat all of us. Anyways, <laughs> no, we, don't, we don't need to ramble on about that. That's I was I was third, you know. by the way. I placed third. I was eighth. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, Bo's amazing. Uh, she's she's really got a nice campy fashion. She's got weird sensibilities. Uh, she's got an interesting history. And uh, I don't know. She's really fun to just talk to and be around. Yeah. Yeah. Selena? I think she has such a wacky point of view. She will put a camp spin on literally everything. I don't, get she, I don't think she gets enough credit as a comedy queen because she truly is like, everything she does is for a joke. And I fucking love that about her. She's so stupid. I cannot wait to see what she brings to the show. And this look that she's wearing, this hockey uh, net is, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I think Boa in a nutshell is really stupid. And I think that's, I think that's great. <laughs> I like Boa a lot. She is very funny. She's got her own sense of humor, which I think is, you know, may, may not be everybody's cup of tea for senses of humor. She's gonna put that out there for the season. Uh, but I think <laughs> she is gonna be lovable. I think people are gonna fall in love with her. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's she was a she was a surprise for me when I found out Bo was on this season. I was a bit surprised. It made sense. She was reality TV gold, really. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. She wasn't the first person I would have thought they would have put on the show. It's because like when you're thinking of people who get on the show, you're thinking of the people who are like drag royalty in the city. Like you don't think about the people who are doing great, but they're they don't have as big a name. So like I'm I'm so excited that she's on. I can't wait to see what she does. I think Boa does a really good job of balancing, especially in Toronto, um, some of the more mainstreamy bar drag and also maintaining a comedy persona. Because a lot yeah. of queens in in comedy who have been comedians kind of drop that comic edge and go they into do. like, they're like, well, we got to do it five days a week. I don't have time to work on my comedy anymore. Yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And Boa really does try. Uh, that's that's the thing about her. She tries and she tries hard, and I love mm-hmm. that. I am excited that she'll have the opportunity to pursue this more after the show. Now she'll have a yeah have an opportunity to do her comedy, and we can see that bloom into its full potential. Yeah, and, and, I'm, living, and water, I'm, living, yeah. I'm living for this hockey look. This hockey look is great. It's camp. It's just giving me a net. Her even her shoes got a little bit of a blade on it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, girl. And I did all our plastic surgery, so. <clears throat> Thank There's you, Dr. Ooze. Yes, girl. <laughs> well, she has had some surgery. I mean, she's been plumped and puffed. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those lips didn't get stung by a bee. So uh, next up is Alona Verley from Vancouver. Yeah, Alona. Is it Alona or Alana? I think it's Alona, no? I like to say Alana because it reminds me of Alana from Honey Boo Boo. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Alona. Miss um, <laughs> Verily. Here, why don't why don't you start, Vicky? None of us you haven't started yet. Sure. So Alana is, I don't even know if I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I'm self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, do you know Alona? Do you know Ms. Verily at all? Because you are originally from the West Coast. I don't. I know them through social media. So I know her. Yeah. She's, she's a big social media queen. I know that she was um, on, uh, in the running to get on the, who was eating celery? Hillary, we're hearing your scraps again. Your mic. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> She's muted. So I know Alana because she uh, was on deck for the regular Drake race. They were very interested in her for RuPaul's Drake race. Oh. Uh, so she lived in California for a while. 
And uh, so they were familiar with Alana and uh, she is from Vancouver and she's two-spirited and indigenous and uh, uh, non-binary. So she's giving a lot of different things and she's a party girl. She's, she is a kind of a wild, <laughs> you, what, her Meet the Queen, she's very calm and collected in her Meet the Queens. But this girl is like a party girl, like crazy. Do we know if she or her pronoun, if she identifies as she pronouns or if it's they, if she goes by they? I don't know. I call everybody she and uh, right. I, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, yes, I don't think we know. But I think it's really cool that um, Americans, especially because I don't, Americans a lot of times don't know as much about indigenous culture as Canadians. Yes, so um, important. So a lot of Americans are learning about this new term, two-spirit. Um, mm -hmm. So that's really going to be cool uh, to educate the world and the masses. She was really, You're right. She was really hitting home the, the non-binary stuff in her Meet the Queens. I'm finding a lot of these girls are really pushing who they are, like what they represent and who they are, uh, culturally and sexually and gender-wise. So I'm really happy to see how hard she's pushing it and that she's like, I'm not going to not talk about being Indigenous. I'm not going to not talk about being non-binary. I think that's great. Um, I also think her look is fantastic. I love the tone. Like, if you look at her Instagram, it's all very, like, icy colors, very pastel-y. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Like, she looks stunning in it. My only concern is because I know her Instagram because she is very color-coordinated. <laughs> like, she does color blocks. That's her thing. Yeah. I'm concerned for her runways and I'm concerned for that stuff. She, she knows her fashions for sure, but I feel like this could come back to haunt her on the show. Yeah, and she's an Insta queen, so it's questionable what her performance level will be, especially well, when it comes to the acting challenges and stuff. You know what I loved is when she talked about her improv skills, and she's just like, you know when you're in a conversation and you just have to like, talk to the person? <laughs> no, girl, no. <laughs> that but I... I don't disagree with that because like they, t they tell you that a lot in improv classes is like, yeah. why are you having such a hard time? Like conversations are improv. Like you don't have anything planned in your head ever. Yeah. So yeah. why this, this, are you having are, trouble speaking? This is her only experience. <laughs> <laughs> you are right about that though. I mean, it, you are right. It is a, it's a great outlook. It is honestly, it's a great outlook for when you're entering a challenge. It gets you out of your head. It's like, oh, I do this all the time. Why wouldn't I be able to do this now? It is, but it might be a little bit overconfident. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll I don't want to. I don't want to move on before pointing out her sore. Because that's ring. like me. That's but that's like me <laughs> saying. That's like me saying. Oh, well, I'm not afraid about dancing con uh, challenges. I mean, like I go walking every day. Um, I think that's a fun attitude. Listen, I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about her sword ring. That's a I think it's so cool. Attitude. <laughs> delusion her look is a is great she's got great looks i love this look she's giving me like a joan of arc uh, queen of the north non-binary indigenous i love it it's great again i love her sword ring although when she was doing her meet the queens her outfit was loud that microphone was just picking up every rub yeah that's, on that's, that a, outfit. that's a production thing and i hope production figures this shit out yeah yeah so, absolutely uh, after that uh, comes Jimbo from Victoria, BC. Woo, Jimbo the Dark Horse. Jimbo's the one that like no one knew who that was. Yeah, Jimbo is the scaredy cat of like, nobody knows who this person is. They're kind of uh, bedroom queen in some ways. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I know Jimbo a little bit. I know Jimbo's family. <laughs> right. I'm actually good friends with his family. His mom is a few, huge fan of mine, which I just realized who his mom was. It's like, Mary Insel is your mother? Oh my gosh. I think she listens, yeah. she listens to the podcast. Hey, Mary. 
<laughs> you, you know what? My mom and your mom have the same thing in common with you. <laughs> oh, they're more friends of Vicky. Oh, yeah. Big I fans. I, I don't think it's fair to call her the scaredy cat because, yeah, she's unknown to the drag community, but she is a fucking performer and she's been out there performing for a very long time, which is something yeah. like, like, Scaredy Cat had never been to a show before. She'd never been to a drag show. Right, girl. But and let, she, me finish, let me finish my thought first. So, yeah. the reason okay. I say that is because uh, she does vaudeville. She does a lot of clown. She's an actual clown. She works professionally. Yeah, she's a clown. Clown. So she, she doesn't do drag. She is kind of doing drag for the first time. This is kind of her first time entering the world of drag. I think she had done a well, like when I when I went through her Instagram. There's some older clips of her in like not older, older, but like she's done music videos and drag. Done, she's older. Listen, this girl's 36. She's done drag before, but this is her first time getting into it as a professional level. She's doing mm -hmm. gigs to get paid for, right? Where she was doing vaudeville and clown work as her professional right. job and a costume maker. She's a professional costume. Well, maker. Uh, the way I like to look at it, and I think she's a very interesting choice, is because. Her take on drag is very much from the clown perspective of dressing as a woman, as a clown. Yeah. And that's a yeah. totally different perspective that I don't think we've really seen before, which is really yeah. great. Because there are clowns, there's bouffants and things like that, where you're a guy or a girl or whatever, and your clown is just the other gender because that's the clown that you've created. What right? I love, what I love right now looking at her Instagram is how clownish her breasts are. When she yeah. wears those boobs that are bigger than like both cock destroyers combined, I think it's so funny. I can't wait to see what she does on this show. She's Jimbo the Bimbo. And I, I think, yeah, I think she's gonna be giving us some different flavor than we ever expected. And I'm happy they cast somebody like Jimbo. I'm really happy yeah. they did that. It's, it's unexpected and uh, I can't wait to see her. And I think she's very funny. She's gonna be very, very funny. She's witty, She, you know. She's also, a she, she's a character. 100%. She had the balls to wear white eyelashes. Go, girl. <laughs> she went full ice, ice queen, like complete ice queen. It's gorgeous. No one does that. <laughs> yeah, the makeup, her makeup was a bit questionable for me. The white eyelashes were brutal. And, but I liked her headpiece and I liked elements of what she had. So I'm excited there's concepts and ideas. <laughs> yeah. But I was a bit concerned with the makeup. Just, you know, it's a bit concerning. She's all over fun. the place. She's all over the place. And it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, she's giving me some twist. She's making me run for my Twisted Sister fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. watching, watch, watching her meet the queen, she gives me Jinx Monsoon. She gives me Sharon Needles, like those two combined. There is Sharon. Yep. After that was uh, Juicebox from Toronto. So we all know Juicebox. Yes. Hello? Hi, yes, hey. I'm here. I'm oh, here. sorry. <laughs> Do we know Juicebox? We do, we know her, we've all worked with her. Do we yeah, did, did you compete with her, Selena? Or was that she with the year before? No, she won the year before I competed. Right, Juicebox is, Juicebox is like an incredible makeup artist, square one. Yeah, she is very, very good at makeup, for sure. Um, we, she really knows who she is and she put she has this very like adorable pixie kind of uh persona yeah that's her persona i don't know if that's actually her real personality though she comes across a little bit harsher unfortunately but um she's i have always admired juice box ever since the start because she she loves coming across as like that unicorn princess <laughs> yeah 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 that's yeah. it i think and i think the interesting thing for people to watch her is because she is such a beautiful little pixie unicorn fairy tale creature 
is that she has a bite to her. Oh so God, people, yes. People may not <laughs> realize the bite that Juicebox has. I think that could, uh, I think that people will be surprised to see that perhaps. Absolutely. Um, she's also like really athletic or she's like really into being athletic or whatever. She was doing these weird things where she was like a, the drag queen for like the running club in Toronto. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah. thought that was really interesting because like what, you're mixing drag and athletics, like that's brave. Um, but she is good at makeup, so. <laughs> what do I do, um, Hillary? <laughs> yeah, but you don't work out in drag, or do you? You don't know. Okay. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Mona Moore lately? She's been doing her. Um, she's been raising money on an elliptical. <laughs> so not an elliptical. On a, oh, that's right. The current a, Canadian Continental winner, Mona Moore. Yeah, she's been on her bike. Uh, like her indoor bike. Yeah. Giving a spin class on this. Yeah, is she a spin teacher? <laughs> no, she's not. Oh, but yeah, that's really cool. I love that. Uh, so Juicebox <laughs> is into CrossFit. She said this a lot. She's into her fitness now. Um, so I think there's a story there perhaps. And uh, yeah, yeah, Juicebox. That's, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the world to see the other sides of Juicebox. Okay. She's going to get the CrossFit, the CrossFit edit. Um, I love, I love her outfit. I think it's so gorgeous. It's all leather, right? And it's just like so beautifully put together. And those details are stunning. I will say she loves a flat wig. And I hope that she picks up her wig game a bit. Because, you know, flat wigs can only go so far, Jan. Well, the the wigs she wears are for like she's a hair flipper in performance. I'm assuming that for yeah. runway she's going to be giving us a lot more variety. You, we assume, but I mean that's the one thing with Toronto drag. I will say, in terms of wigs, there are a lot of flippy floppy wigs that drag queens in Toronto wear. Yeah, but they have I, to I'm because hoping, I mean the I amount they, I know they have to, the amount they that they're performing here. You can't wear a styled wig. I, I wear them and I destroy them. I had a conversation with Ashley Warchild about this today where I'm like, I'm sorry about all the wigs that I destroyed that you made. They have to wear them. But my point is that I hope they're able to see that like on these kind of shows, you need to pick up your wig game sometimes, right? I think, I think they're all smart enough to know that. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I've always thought Juicebox is just a really well put together girl. Um, but I don't know. There's something more to her that she's never really been straightforward about which i find confusing and i'm interested to see how that plays out oh fascinating well because she puts on the little girl thing but i don't know she's quiet and has stuff so like i, I don't know we'll see <laughs> i know the stuff you're talking about all right here we go sure. oh we're, we're, we're at kiara it's she is from montreal quebec yeah i don't kiara. know no i don't i don't I don't know Kiara either, um, but she originally is from uh, not Montreal, but she moved to Montreal and she was one of the very few people of color uh, performing in Montreal. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that's its own perspective unto itself, really. And I, oh, yes. I love that she's this kind of Naomi Smalls fashion girl. Like, she, I think she's very young, 22. So I feel like she maybe doesn't know herself as well as some of the other girls do and is still finding herself. But I think she's got uh, a lot of potential. I think you're right that she doesn't completely, that she is probably still on a journey of finding herself. I don't love her look, her promo look. I think it's very, like, it looks like it's trying to be fashion, but I'm not getting a lot from it. 
Yeah, it kind of looks like that makeup from Glow Up, you know, the drag episode with the blue eyeshadow that didn't yes. very well. And I was like, Are, is this is this supposed to be the Glow Up look? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Rough hills. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but also be I have to say I have to say that she looks really good from far away, and also in this the productions. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, well, at least at least we're not being kind. I'm That's getting worse and worse. I'm so sorry. I I love. I think she's great. <laughs> um, she's our guest but, next week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think she's great, but she's. Uh, yeah, like from her, the production skills are great, but like when she got up close in the interview, I think, I think the production team did her dirty and, and like didn't tell her to like, you know, fix her hair. It, it was a little rough. Her look was a bit basic, but I think that just comes with age. And I think she's uh, still, like we said, finding herself. Um, yeah. I think, I think she is going to add something. I'm excited they have Kara on this as well. I like that she's Francophone. I like that we're getting yeah. some Montreal Francophone girls on. Because you know that we Canada is very different for a lot of different reasons. We have two different national languages, French. And yeah, French. absolutely. It it was really, really, really important if they're going to include anybody uh, to definitely include uh, our francophone uh, uh, people in Canada because that's a huge part of and Canada. Quebec has its own entertainment system, which is entirely mm -hmm. different from the rest of Canada. So yeah, it's interesting. It's going to be. I think that it was the Montreal girls with the other English speaking girls is going to add a really interesting dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after uh, Kiara comes Kine from Kitchener Waterloo. And online Kine. Online Kine, who I did not realize was only 21 years old. I couldn't believe it. Yes. That. Wait, what? She's been making wigs since she was 12, girl. She's the youngest Holy one. Holy shit. I know. So we all are, I think the world is mostly familiar out of all of these queens with Kine because she has a huge YouTube personality. Yeah, mm -hmm. she has the biggest online base for sure. She definitely earns her name online kind. Yeah. Um, I don't know kind personally. I just know, I actually, I, I watched the video and I didn't even realize it was kind. I watched the video for my zip tie gown that I made and I didn't realize oh. that that was kind until I, like months later, I was like, oh, that was her. <laughs> yeah, she has incredible tutorials online that are really easy to follow. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. really great. She has a great personality for online content. She explains things so clearly and she's a great wig, makeup and outfit designer. Yeah. yeah, she's she's just got a great a bedroom Instagram drag presence. And I suspect that's kind of, you know, because in Kitchener, there's not as much going on as in, let's say, Toronto. Well, so, she I mean, was also in England for a long time. She was there studying. In, I think, in England? Yeah, she right. just got back. Actually, I think she was up for Drag Race UK as well. I heard a rumor for that, that she was on deck for that. Oh. So that would make sense. So yeah, um, I, I'm surprised she's wise beyond, beyond her years that she knows all these things for 21. She's yeah. stunning. This she's, look that she's wearing yeah, is she's like kind of, she's kind of Miss drag, Universe. She's kind of a drag mother to a whole new generation of girls who grew up on YouTube. And she's a mathematician. Like she is legit doing, I think her master's right now in mathematics maybe or something. But like if you watch her TikTok content, it's all her explaining so clearly and with incredible like examples uh, that relate to like social justice and stuff. She explains math problems to people. It's, it's go watch her YouTube, her, her TikTok content. It's so good. TikTok. Oh no, don't put me on TikTok. I think <laughs> she is going to, uh, she's not a live performer as much. So I think that's where she, her hiccups are going to be. 
Yeah, maybe. And obviously, yeah, absolutely. She's a she's a bedroom and and you know rogue scholar kind of lady, uh, Instagram queen. Yeah, and if you're a bedroom queen, maybe you're not used to socializing with drag queens quite as much. So I, I don't Totes. know how that dynamic's going to be either. So who knows? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes yep, yep, we yep. underestimate. Sometimes we underestimate the bedroom queens, though. I mean, look at Aiden's of course, <laughs> of course, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. And I think she was the most obvious choice to be put on the show. She's also a person of color, and she's very well known already, and I, internationally. So, uh, yeah, kind. I'm looking. I'm a happy kind of doing this too. Yeah. Absolutely. And then coming from New York, New York is Lemon. Yes. Is she? Is she Canadian? So she's yes. a, she's a Canadian who lives in New York. A lot uh, of people say she's from Toronto, but like no, she's like she's from Toronto, but she never did drag here. She's all she was born. Her drag persona was born in New York. Was born out okay. of New York. She's a New York yeah. drag queen essentially. But yeah. So is, why did she, she go to New York? Is she like a musical theater girl or something? Dancer. She is a she's a dancer. She's for sure a dancer. dancer. Okay. And um, Lemon also was very close to getting on RuPaul's Drag Race, the regular seasons. And so she was on their radar that way. She was um, roommates with Jan. She's exactly, that's how she knew Jan. So she's part, she knows all the girls in New York. And I think that's gonna be really interesting to have that cross reference for the first time. You know how we have the Canadian girls on the American, now we're gonna have this Americanized girl on Canadian. Yeah. I, th I think it'll be an interesting cross pollination. I think it's also interesting because she looks like a beauty queen. Like she looks like she's just about the beauty, but she's also so funny. If you watch her Instagram, like a lot of her numbers are based in comedy. She's great. She does a very good, uh, what's, that, what's that number called where you do the slide? What's the slide called? Oh yeah, the cha-cha slide. The cha-cha slide is hilarious. She has a sense of humor. She's got production concepts. Yeah. She's a dark horse for sure. Yeah. She, in her interview, in her Meet the Queens, she's very like, I'm pretty. Like, she says that a lot, but to me, it's coming from a place of comedy. Like, she's making fun of that type of person. Yeah. Where, but I think a lot of people might get turned off by seeing that. She's also Because they won't cute. get it. She's a very cute boy. So I think she does think she's pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's definitely yeah. the, the trade of the season, I would say. I mean, you, you've got your preferences, um, but yeah. <laughs> She's she's cute. Overall, I'd say she's a lemon who wants to be an apple, just like Rocky oh, Sakura. Stop. <laughs> so because her name is Lemon, her aesthetic is usually very based in yellow, and we're seeing that yeah. with this look as well. There's a very there's a very um, pastel yellow here. Queen of the lemons. I think her look is beautiful. I'm okay it's like with a, it. It's kind of a deconstructed. Me, it's like a deconstructed Marie Antoinette kind of thing. I think it's cute. I love the sleeves. I think it's I think it's very American. Like when yeah. I saw her, I was like, this girl looks like she has a package for RuPaul's Drag Race, like America. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that mixes with what the Canadian girls are bringing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that energy for this season is important. I think it's important that they have maybe this kind of, you know, just so it's not so, so Canadian. It's so that there's one girl that kind of gives a bit of variety in terms of drag scope. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It was, an, it was, she was a surprise for me. I was like, I don't know this girl. I didn't know she was Canadian. I can't believe they put a, a more of an Americanized queen on the show over some other people, but I get it. And I think it's going to work. Yeah. I hope it doesn't work against her being on the Canadian one as opposed to the American one uh, in terms of fame. Just because like, I've been paying close attention to everyone's social media followings. And I remember when the American, when season 10 came out, I was in New York with my sis Candy Sterling, who we had on the show before. 
Um, and she was following all the girls the day that it was announced and how their social media was exploding from like having 10,000 followers to jumping up to immediately to like 70,000 followers. Like yeah. I'm following the Canadian girls and like some of them haven't even hit 10,000 yet. You really can't compare that though, because this is the first time this is happening and it's a, uh, it's different. I mean, it was you, the closest thing you can compare is the Drake race UK, right? And they, yeah. had a, they had a similar situation where they had a slow grow of followers. So I think it's going right. to catch on as the season airs. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's totally true. Also, I mean, she's she's skinny, she's white. All she needs is funny, and she's gold. <laughs> she has funny. She has it. Speaking well, about, we'll see about that. Oh my god, skinny and white. Here comes Priyanka. Say my name, Priyanka <laughs> from Toronto. So, uh, go ahead, Selena. You talk first. I was just going to say, she's another one that, that's pushing uh, representation. So she's very much representing the South Asian queens. She's also Guyanese, so she has the Caribbean in her. Uh, she is uh, a former YTV host. She was a children's television show host. Yeah. So she's pretty famous from that already. Secretive, and I, though. Very secretive about this. Her drag careers and her kids' TV careers, very separate. Yeah, she had to kind of keep them separate career-wise. And then now she's finally able to blend them together. And she is the smartest in terms of um, social media. She is the smartest person. Her whole branding from the moment she came out the gate two years ago, or almost three years ago now, has just been perfection. Like, she, she really knows how to play the game. She's doing great. Hillary? Yeah, I love Priyanka. She's also very authentic, uh, lovely person just to be around. Um, mm -hmm. And she's a great, great great performer like she gets on the stage she delivers a full beyonce number she talks to the audience she makes jokes yeah um, oh, just love and she she's understands so how together. to engage oh yeah say that again i said she understands how to engage her audience yeah and i think that comes from her years of being a ytv talk show host and yeah she was so again you started at the same time as priyanka selena in terms of two years ago ish yeah, we're about four months apart, yeah. Yeah, so Priyanka also came from an entertainment background, though, getting into drag. So she mm -hmm. already had that performance background before she started drag. And once she started drag, she took the ground running. And I remember seeing her when she first started, and I couldn't believe how fast and how much this girl wanted this. She was, is a Beyonce in terms of her work ethic. Like, she will work so hard to yes. jump from, from one status to the next. Like, her makeup game... Like within probably three months, she was a she just knew what her face was and knew how to paint it. Like she has, yeah, she she works really hard. She know she went through the same process as everybody else does, but she just fast forwarded herself. She pushed herself to do yeah. things so much faster. She was just getting, getting, getting. We had her on the podcast on Squirrel Talk um, only after a couple months of being into drag, and because we wanted, I wanted to talk with her because I was like, who are you and why yeah. are you wanting this so bad? So she's a, really a star. She's just a star who she is. Um, can she be grading sometimes? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might see some grading moments with Priyanka. Uh, those might catch her by surprise. Maybe she doesn't know that. But I think she's very funny. And I think she, again, just the fact that she's this person of color who's representing something that's never been on Drag Race. Uh -huh. You know? Vicky Licks always got to be controversial. <laughs> I know if, let, if I get on this show, you'll be like, I love Hillary, but she can be grading at times. <laughs> well, do we, not think she, do we not think she's grading at times? What do you mean? Like cheese? Cheese graders? Okay, we're moving on. Okay, so we're getting... <laughs>
I love Priyanka. We all love Priyanka. I think she's great. She's well-rounded. She's perfect for the show. Yes. Yeah. This outfit is great. I love that this, uh, I love that this is a bit of a mishmash of an ice queen and her, uh, her own heritage. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sold on the ponytail. I wish there were bigger hair. The ponytail kind of like makes her head a little small for me. That's uh, what I and... said. These girls wear flat wigs in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm saying this, Selena, is like in, already in the Meet the Queens, we're seeing flat wigs. I'm hoping yeah. that in the runways and stuff, they're going to get out of this mindset. Yeah, yeah. Most, most queens from Toronto especially, we don't wear big wigs because of that. I do. No, I do. I do too. But I'm not one of the ones that have to perform five days a week flipping my hair around to Beyonce. Because so. we choose not to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so here comes Rita Bega from Montreal. Rita's kind of a legend, isn't she? Like, she's been around a long time and she has this status in Montreal. She kind of, yeah, she, oh, yeah, another bag of chips. Uh, I think she uh, helps run Pride Montreal. Like, she's, she's got a, a, a very well known status in Canada. And uh, I think she's like the most uh, well seasoned queen that's going to be on the show this season. Yeah, I think that's very true. She's very, um, uh, she's very phil- philanthropic. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if it's the word you want. I think so. Philanthropic. <laughs> she does a lot of charity shows. She does a lot of charity Oh, then yes. She, yeah. yeah, I wanted that word. You're right. And uh, <laughs> she does, she organizes Pride, and she's uh, she's one of the few Montreal girls that comes to Toronto Pride. Um, she's got a very good social media, and uh, but she's quiet, though. She's very reserved Yeah. Um, as a person, but she's this over the top in terms of just what the work she does. She's just busy working all the time. Yeah, she's a quiet killer. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently she's also like super, super funny. Um, and I wonder, uh, just since we got off season 12 with uh, Nikki Dahl and her language barrier, I wonder how um, we're going to deal with that in Canada. There since- is one, I'm telling you. <laughs> there is, Jesus Christ. I think. Well, but they're going to be doing the show predominantly in, in-, in English, yeah. right? But I so, think Rita, Rita's going to prove otherwise. Rita's going to be like, no, listen, funny is funny in any language. All right, <laughs> no, yeah. but, there, but there is a big difference between um, French Canadian culture and French, like Parisian culture, whereas like the, fr- the French from France is a lot more reserved and cold, whereas the Canadian, French Canadian, is a lot more animated and wacky. Cirque du Soleil, yeah. clowns. It's more clownish. yeah. And she brings that. She brings kind of like over-the-top st- fashions and stuff, which I'm excited to see. She's bright, bold colors. She uh, mm-hmm. So she's very loud in terms of her drag aesthetic. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see if she's going to be loud in the workroom. I very much doubt that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think she's going to be pretty reserved and keep to herself and kind of strike from afar. Yeah. Yeah, like when I was watching her meet the queen, she seemed to be just very like professional and like had her eye on the prize kind of thing. Very, very Chad Michaels-esque, I would say, in terms of yeah. how she approaches this. Now, one thing I'm not sold on is this look for the prompt of Queens of the North. I think it's a beautiful gown. I think it's a gorgeous look overall. But if we're going for Queens of the North, I don't get the purple gown. I don't know why we should went with eggplant. Royal is a, a purple is a royal color, so I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. For me, I wanted I would like if they give them a bit more of a consistent color scheme for this. I feel like their colors are mostly white and like uh, ice, but I wish that and then some of them are just purple. So I wish there was a bit more of a consistent color scheme. 
You're right. Like if we look at the American uh, promos, they're all in the exact same color blocks or color. They were they were clearly given colors to work with. Whereas here, say, they were clearly not. <laughs> I will say Drag Race UK did not have a scheme when they revealed theirs either. So perhaps that's why. True. Yeah, also on the American one, sometimes the girls aren't even allowed to wear what they brought. They like have to do a piecemeal thing just to fit in with the color blocking and stuff. They, oh. I don't. That is true. They usually have a fashion person with actual like um, garment racks to to dress them. There's quite ah. often, quite often, some girls don't get to wear what they wanted to wear. Yeah. So well, yeah, you know, and Nina I think Bonina that's Brown did not wear what she had brought for her photo. No. Nope. Yeah. And I think that's smart because they all look like when when I see the promos, I always thought they were filmed way after the show. Yeah. I didn't know that they were filmed on like like after the first two were eliminated or like whenever. Because yeah. they always do it on the first weekend, but I thought it was after because they all look so much better in the promo than they do on the show. Yeah. And promos are so important. Listen, these promo picks are the picks that people are going to be using for them till they die. Yeah. <laughs> people are still using Sharon Needle's season four promo pick for her stuff, you know? Yeah. So I know. Isn't that terrifying? <laughs> yeah. You've got you to nail your promo pick because you're getting stuck with the bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that's Rita, Rita Bega. After that comes Scarlett Bobo from Toronto, Ontario. Scarlett! Scarlett has also done the podcast in the past as his juice box. Yeah. And Priyanka. They've all, they've all done it. Um, yeah, so Scarlett also has a big name in Toronto. She has a huge name in Toronto when she just moved out to Vancouver. So she's now officially a Vancouver queen. Yeah. And she started her career in Ottawa, so she kind of like spans all of Canada. Um, oh, did she's she? A, she? Yeah, she's the Bobos are an Ottawa family. Okay. Um, she is a circus queen. She does fire breathing. She does aerials. She's very much the pink of drag. Very much the pink of drag, and she's really into that like wet hair look. She, you know, her hair. Actually, yeah. You know how some Toronto queens have that whip hair that they do at the clubs. Scarlett yeah. just wears a pixie cut, kind of like Monet Exchange. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Scarlett, Scarlett's really interesting. I mean, she built the thing, the Empire's Ball thing to, to bring a lot more uh, drag to Toronto. Mm-hmm. For Help to build the, uh, what do you call it? The, the open stage scene in Toronto over the last couple of years? Yeah, for a while she was the only one doing open stages. Yeah. So definitely value Scarlett. Um, and I think she's really fierce. So, yeah. Vicky? <laughs> so we're going to move on to Tainomi Banks from Toronto. All right. Tainomi, Tainomi, another one who's got legendary status. She's been doing this for 13, 14 years. Um, she, I'm an incredible dancer. She's like kind of a superstar as far as our girls go. Yeah, she yeah. gets booked all over the place. I mean, she's just very talented. Mm-hmm. Tainomi is um, really kind of the Brooklyn Heights of Toronto. I, I always felt anyways. She's very established, very confident with herself. Uh, has a clear point of view of what she wants for her drag. And she gets booked. She was a dancer for Nelly Furtado, a lot of mainstream acts. Deborah Cox. Yeah, she goes down to uh, Puerto Vallarta all the time. Yeah. She's a busy gig, like high, high, high gigs. Uh, she she's worked with a lot of the Rue girls and not just in that, like when they come to town, she opens for them. Like she actually has been in like Tammy Brown's um, sketch comedy videos. Yeah, she, when, when, when you think of like Toronto headlining acts, Tainomi is really one of the most headlining acts, I would say, is Tainomi. 
Yeah, she and brings she, production every time. She's very impressive. I love her energy. I saw her open for Sharon Needles uh, years ago at Fly, and just she was so much better than Sharon. So I'm, I was, everybody there was like, <laughs> why isn't Tainomi headlining? Why is Sharon yeah. the opening for Tainomi? So I'm so excited that Tainomi's going to have finally this exposure that she deserves. Yeah. yeah, she's one of the few people who has a team. Like she's always had like um, uh, stylist. She's always had a choreographer and dancers. Like she's always had a team that like really elevate her performance ability. Speaking about teams, this look is a team, and uh, Evan Bedell, also who I've worked with, puts this uh, look on her, and it's I love this. I love her wig. I love the crown. I love this uh, uh -huh. baby black with this uh, dress. It's incredible. It yeah. is probably my favorite look of all. It's cultural, it's yeah. stunning, it gives her status. It's incredible. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, strong black woman, Canadian woman, just like so important. Yeah. Any other thoughts about them? And she just, she's just so regal. She has, she has a regality about her. Like whenever you meet her, she's just kind of like, hello, shouldn't you be feeding <laughs> me grapes? Uh, yes. Cause I kind of feel that way. Cause she's just, she's just it. She's just it. She, I will she's say a, she, she might be expecting that going in. And she does say that in her Meet the Queens is that I am, I am. The oh yeah, like crown me. Up to. Yeah. I think she may go into this a bit overconfident. And I think she may think that people are just going to bow down to her. And yeah, you know, cause that does happen here. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I would, if she walked into the room, I'd be like, fuck <laughs> off, I'm leaving. Well, they, they did say that people were whispering when she entered or something like that. They were like, oh, yeah, no, she, I know he's she here. Said, she oh. said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she said it. <laughs> she is yeah. very funny. She's very funny online uh, and in person. I also love when she, like, cuts a bitch on stage. Like, if someone gets in her way, like, watch out, because she will, like, grab you and throw you to the ground. I love her. Yeah. And she's also, <laughs> she's the oldest queen on the season. Can you believe it? She's my age. Yeah, 38. I didn't even know she 39. was 39. Well, 39. Well, it says 38 here. I don't know. Oh my God. Maybe she's here younger. Yeah. Sorry. <gasps> oh, damn it. <laughs> You'll still be the oldest contestant in Drag Race Canada history, Selena. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, no. You won't that... look it, though, girl. You won't look Thank it. Thank you. Because you'll be covered in hair. Glitter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cover up everything else. Uh, so that is a crop of the first season of Canada's Drag Race. We just got through them. Um, that yeah, that's it. That's 12 that's girls. It. So there is something saying that there's a lot of like uh, Toronto girls and not enough of the mid, of, um, the prairies or the uh, the West Coast or the East I Coast. Just, I disagree with that in a way. Why? Because no, uh, no one's from Toronto. Everyone comes okay. from different places. <laughs> But like about like about where we work, it is true. However, the volume is just so much bigger here that like yeah, yeah. It's just there's just so many more to pull from here who are on the level who should be on season one. And I think that th there will be far more representation in future seasons, like especially next season. I think there's going to be we're going to see a lot more. Yeah, I mean, uh, Selena, like if we weren't if the two of us weren't in Toronto and didn't have Vicky telling us to actually be better with our lives and our drag. Mm -hmm. I would never be as good like at the level I am at all right now. You know I would never I mean? have started. I would never have thought to start drag if I wasn't living here. Well, so it it does influence and it does help to elevate when you have people who are really good around you. Yeah, so, I will take yeah. that compliment. Thank you, Hillary. I'm. Very you are good. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're both so welcome. 
Um, I think this is a good cast. I think, and I, we've talked about this, when you're casting a season, you're not just casting the best group of drag queens that exist. You're casting people that interact with each other. You're putting together uh, storylines, right? So, and you wanna have variety and diversity. And I think there's a good variety of cultural diversity in Canada, which we get with this. Um, maybe not uh, representation from all the provinces, but I think that'll come. So I, I really like this cast, I do. Yeah, and only half of them are white. Truth. <laughs> and I would like to- I would Is that true? Did you count? Yeah. <laughs> well, good stuff. Good, like, good for Canada. Uh, what's, that, what's that DNA 21 and me? I would like a 21 and me on them because I feel like some of them might be, you know, who something else, who knows? I think it's 23 and me. 23, whatever. <laughs> well, that, that's the interesting thing too, is like kind of finding a balance between regionality you know, maybe there is a missing person from the middle of Canada and the East Coast, but those places are also very historically very white areas. So you got to yeah. find balance. Yeah. We've and got bilingual I, people. We've got yeah. two-spirit people. We've got people from Toronto. We've got all kinds of cultures. Caribbean it, people. Yeah. I think it's a balanced season. My first impression when I heard it, to be honest, I was a little bit like, okay, this is where we went with it. Okay. But yeah. you know, in perspective now of everything and kind of what I've heard, I think this is a good crop of people together. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. This is going to be airing very soon on July 2nd after Canada Day. And uh, we will be reviewing this in, alongside uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. That's a lot of content. There's oh going to be... I'm already exhausted. So do we I've... do like two shows or do, do we just like jack up the screen time to like three and a half hours no we'll do two shows it's gonna be a two shower <laughs> oh and uh some like i said I, some of them i uh, don't like but we're gonna watch them <laughs> oh my god <laughs> don't worry don't worry I'll, I'll, we'll just blather on while you can go have a coffee or something no i'm allowed to speak my opinion and i'm gonna speak it yeah Thank you. absolutely no and i we want you to speak your opinion because i mean why not why not That's that's what we're about here on Squirrel Talk, talking our truths. Uh, yeah. That's that, and then I'm excited to see who's going to win Canada's Drag Race, and we're going to be here the whole way. We are again, like we're not going to be, we're not going to be the polite Canadians that you think we are. <laughs> we're going to cut some bitches. Uh, we're, we're going to be. Well, I'll, be, polite. We're gonna be <laughs> I'll be. I'll be polite. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be honest. Yeah, you'll be. You'll be the Libra. You'll be the Libra in this relationship. A hundred percent. And then Vicky been. is going to be the dominating Capricarius, and I will be of two minds as my Gemini. Um... <laughs> two minds. <laughs> <laughs> you never know which face you're talking to with Hillary. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast, Squirrels, and uh, we'll stay tuned next week because we got, oh my God, there's more draggers that's never going to end. A whole new Yay! season. A whole new season. All right. Bye, Squirrels. Bye. 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 Why you think it's just all about you?